everyone. Welcome back to the NOIC Godcast. This week it's just me and Rachel. And then creepily behind the camera is a Joshua. He he's is, always watching. He's always watching. <laughs> no, he's just making sure that apparently our recording is still good. I don't really know. But anyway, so we started this new series um, called Identifying Invisible. Um, basically, we're going to be taking a closer look at God and how he is always literally right next to us, even though we can't see him. Um, last week, Josh talked about how we have two different realms going on. The one that we physically see, mm-hmm. the one that's right here in front of us, and then the true reality that God can see. Right. And as humans, we're unable to see his reality without him showing it to us. Right. Like, we don't have that ability. We're not, we're not, we don't have that capability. Um, with that being said, I want to look at a very familiar story um, that I know we have heard over and over again. And I want to look at it from that reality, like the, the opposite reality of what we normally see. Um, maybe in a way that we can see that God isn't so far away from us, and he's like right here. Um, now, there are plenty of stories in the Bible that would pertain to this. I know that you could think of like 150 of them right off the bat, but I want to talk about this one because I'm not going to lie. This is the one we were talking about in Sunday school two, two to three Sundays ago. We were talking about it with the kids because our lesson, like throughout this, like, I don't know what it's called, like the, we have like a, what's it called? A curriculum. And like the lesson that we have, like the theme is miracles, which kind of fits right into this. Um, but we want to talk about him feeding the 5,000. So let's think about it from like the beginning. So you're sitting there that he's been, these, this multitude has been following him for quite some time. Right. And then the disciples are like, Jesus, you need to let them go, go find places to eat because you know they're hungry i'm hungry like we need to take a break and then jesus is like no we're just we're gonna feed them and like they're all like what do you mean (laughs) we have we don't like we don't even have food like they didn't take stuff for themselves right like how are we gonna feed five thousand people and he's like well what do we have and they're like well we have a little boy's lunch over here (laughs) he has five loaves of bread and two fishes which, and we had to explain this to the kids, that loaves were not loaves. Right. Loaves were like loaves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They were, it was a little boy's lunch. Right. And so the whole thing, they're like, well, we have this. He's like, well, bring it to me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay. And so they bring it to him. And they just start passing it out. Five thousand Now, 5,000 people. Think about five, like I That would take some time. That would take some time. Listen, I have a hard time hanging out. Like, what do we have at church? Like, what, 50 people? Hang out papers? Oh, papers. It takes forever. It takes, like, 15 <laughs> minutes to hand out. Like, and they're just handing out, and they're like, well, how in the world are you doing this? Like, every single time, he always had enough for the next person. Mm-hmm. And then to the point where it's not even just that he was able to feed everyone. He had 12 baskets <laughs> left over. Like, you started with five loaves and two fishes. One little lunch. Yeah, one little lunch. Like, think about the lunch you take to work, and then suddenly a mob of people, the nematodes, come in. (laughs) If anybody knows Spongebob. But, like, they come in, and then they're like, okay, you're going to feed everybody with this lunch. It wasn't just they got their fill. Like, everybody was stuffed. Mm -hmm. Like, think about going to Golden Corral. (laughs) And, like, you don't just, like... Snack a little yeah, bit. No. You're, you paid that you, money. You eat way more than you should. You, you ate you way more. You roll out of there. <laughs> now, 
in the disciples' view, which is how we see right. things, we were only able to see the copious amount of people. Like, you would just be like, this is... Because they said to him, well, just send them away. Tell them to go find their own food. Yeah. Like, and we do that as humans. We, I think we look at situations and we try to come up with suggestions for God. Right. And that's what I want to talk about today. Like, I want to, like, we think that we look at this and we're like, oh, this is logically the, the best answer. God, do this. Right. This is what's going to make sense. When in reality, he's like, that, like, just do what I tell you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He wasn't worried about it. He didn't, like, again, it was like, before he even knew exactly what they had, he well, was he, like, well, we're going to... He, well, he, knew, he knew what they had. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> but before he had the answer right. from them, he was just like, feed them. So, like, in What's life, have you ever done that in life? Have you ever um, thought of a situation that you had something that you were going through and you were like, oh, this is this is the logical thing? Have you ever had that? Uh, like, all the time. <laughs> like, I can look back at my whole life and this is something that comes up often when I'm praying, but, like, my whole life I feel like I look back and, like, this, so this is what, like, I thought I should have kids here. I thought that mm-hmm. I should do this here. You know, we should move here or this job or like, those are kind of big life examples. But just even little things, we think... This is what makes sense. Yeah. And then I kind of get the complete opposite yeah. of what I thought. Yeah. And that was so much better. I would have ruined my life had I got what I wanted. Yeah. You know, and um, the reason one of my favorite quotes, I'm going to probably mess it up. No idea who said it because it was a long time ago that I mm-hmm. read the book. But it was, if you could see what God saw, you would do what God d- does. Yes. So basically, like, we want what we want because we only see so much. Yeah. But he can see it all. And yeah. he gives us the best according to the whole story. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, we want from such a little point of view, yeah. you know, and yeah. he gives to, to the whole life. And story. I don't know the reason why, like, they didn't want them to go away. Like, I don't know why God was like, no, I need them to stay here. Because, like, I mean, well, you know what? I get it. Have you ever done, like, volleyball and you go do the water yeah, break and come nobody back. comes back? They don't come back. So maybe that was, the re- like, the reason why it was, like, he didn't want to send them out and then them not come back. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. He knew that it was going to be taken care of. I have done this several times in my life. It feels like a daily thing, and I always have to be like, I understand that. Stupid. (laughs) Stop it. But, like, I I remember making rational, and actually, me and Jacob were just talking about this the other day. I was, like, trying to work my way through some things. I'm a very much of a control freak, and I'm trying to work on that. Like, I don't know if you knew that. Shocking. And I I was talking to him, and I was like, well, yeah, it just, this, this, and this, and this, this needs to work like this. And he's like, well, have you prayed about it? I was like, no. <laughs> it's the logical answer. Like, this is this has to be the way that God does it. And it turns out that's not the way that God wanted it. And I think that we as humans, we just, we try to out-logic God, even though he can see everything. Right. It's like when you're looking at, I, I, whenever I think about the two realms thing, I think about, have you ever seen those pictures where like, you can't see something until you have it at a mm-hmm. certain angle. Right. And that's how I think about this. Like, God sees it mm-hmm. from that perfect angle. He's yeah. like, yeah, this is this is exactly... And I wonder if he's ever sitting up there and, like, like right here. He's <laughs> not up there. there. I mean, right, <laughs> here. <laughs> right here. Right here. It's like the other day for me. But like this. And he's just like, why aren't you happy? Yeah. Like... This is good. This yeah. is this is gonna be good for you. This right. is the way that it's supposed to happen. And he's just like, why are you trying to logic it out? Mm-hmm. He's like, I created this world, and I can see things far above you. I just want us to take this in, pause, and think about the things that you're trying to logic through your life. 
like the everyday, the the things that you're like, well, should I be nice to this coworker? Should I do this thing? Should I um, talk to this person? Like the life decisions, even big life decisions that you're making, like when to buy a house, like we're all making life decisions as it is. Just stop and think, not the logic thing, not the thing that makes the most sense in your brain. Think about what God wants you to do through this because ultimately he's going to know. And if you just ask him, I wonder if that's, and that's another thing I wanted to think about. Like if he's ever just like, if you just ask me, yeah, I'd tell you, like you don't have to work this hard for it. You could just literally ask me and I would just tell you or point you the right way. That reminds me of um, Amanda's testimony um, when we did our outside service. Mm -hmm. That was such an awesome testimony and I'm not going to be able to say exactly what she said, but basically, you know, why spend all this time worrying about Mm -hmm. all these things, you know, our kids and, Mm -hmm. and all the different things that we can worry about. Like just sit back and be like, God already has the best plan. Mm -hmm. So sit back and say it is well with my soul. No matter what. You're along for the ride. God already has it planned. So Mm -hmm. just, just relax, you know, enjoy it. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, that was kind of like the point that I wanted to get across today. Um, he sees and knows everything. So not only is he qualified to make those decisions for you, but he's the only one that's qualified to make yeah. those decisions right. for you. Um, but yeah, so today, my considerable quote, I, you guys always, and once Josh, again, yeah, you know. Josh and Rachel always have people. They always have like these we like really those, old dead people. Yeah, so we like our dead people. <laughs> really old dead people and they have really things. I'm like, Pinterest, tell me something. <laughs> and so, um, this one, I have no idea who's from, and it said unknown yeah. on it. So, uh, we can have confidence in the unseen because we can trust the one who sees it all. And today's feature content is He Still Does by Hawk Nelson. Um, but yeah, so thank you for attending this hot mess. <laughs> I hope that you guys enjoyed it and got something out of it. Um, anything to No? Good, good. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.